Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lately, I've been really watching the nightly news. Don't seem to find the rhythm. Just want to sing the blues. Feels like a song that never stops. Feels like it's never gonna Gotta get that fire, fire back in my bones Before my heart, heart turns into stone So when somebody please pass the megaphone I'll shout it on the count of three you 
that joy, 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 joy down in my heart, down in my heart to stay.
for your ability to establish us. And we, we thank you for that this morning. Lord God, I just come under your banner, First John 3 and 8. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested and revealed to destroy the works of the devil. And I thank you, Father. I just thank you this morning. Come before you and coming before you with a heart of thanksgiving. Brothers and sisters, this morning, I want to take this opportunity to thank each and every one of you that has ever given. The amount is not as important as the act. You have given into this ministry and you have helped me launch into this new season. And I I just want to tell you thank you. And I want to tell you I appreciate you. And I appreciate your obedience to following God and obeying him to give into this ministry. I truly want to thank you for that this morning. Sometimes I... um, I'm doing so many things and moving in so many directions, all pointing toward the fulfillment of the goal. And sometimes I just say that I'm going to thank you, and then I, I get on here and the Lord puts somebody's problem or situation or circumstance, and I don't remember to say it or I I let it slip away. But this morning, I'm not going to allow Satan to steal the blessing that comes through gratitude and acknowledging his people. So to each and every one of you that have given your money, your time, your prayers for this ministry and this work and this mission, which I guess most of you know this is a missional ministry. And um, being missional, I I believe that God uh, calls us to bring change not only in us, but in our surroundings and understand that him working through each and every one of us causes change wherever you go, whatever you do, wherever you be, or wherever you plan to be, that the spirit in you given by God dedicated to God is going to be an instrument of change. And that change is going to work through you. And by by God bringing that change through you, you have an enemy 
that does not want to see this take place. And this enemy is going to fight you, period. Any way that it can. And the reason I say it, you know why, is because it's spiritual. And it's not, um, it manifests itself in the natural, but it's, it's done and it operates and works through and within the spiritual realm or as some people refer to it as the heavenly realm. And you see, for all of these uh, healings and miracles that you have been a part of on this headline, it's to to do one thing. It's to bring you into one one uh, one place. And I think you can find that in Genesis chapter nine verse nine. So can I get about seven or eight people to post Genesis? Nine verse nine. Genesis nine verse nine. And I behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your seed after you. Then I want somebody else to uh, I'm not writing this down I'm I'm trying to minister Through the Holy Spirit this morning But I need to write these Scriptures down Myself Because I know they're going somewhere I know God is going to use them That was Genesis 9 and 9 Then I want you to write um, Leviticus 26 and 9. I'm trying to see it post up, posted up here. That would be Genesis 9 and 9. And then that would be uh, great. Then that would be Leviticus 26 and 9. Then somebody uh, started this because they sent me this. They sent me um, they sent me an offering and they had it dedicated to Deuteronomy 8, 18. Praise God. <clears throat> I'm, I'm gonna, I just want to... Uh, I just want to share a couple things with you. Nothing, just simple stuff. First Chronicles seventeen fourteen. 
First Chronicles seventeen fourteen. And I'm going to tell you where we're going with this. You see, a lot of you uh, on this tagline are ministers. Even if you have not yielded yet, you will in coming to that ministry. Go to Proverbs sixteen thirteen. Write that in the post that in the chat room. Proverbs um, 16.3, I'm sorry, 16.3, Proverbs 16.3, and then Proverbs 24.3, Isaiah 2 and 2. Isaiah 2 and 2. Jeremiah 33 and 2. Jeremiah 33 and 2. Ezekiel sixteen sixty and sixteen sixty two. So that could be sixty Ezekiel sixteen sixty two six two sixty two. All right. Um, Micah four and one. Micah four and one. Zechariah five eleven. Matthew eighteen sixteen Romans one and eleven one 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 Last but not least, Second Peter, 
1 and 12. Okay. You got them all? Micah 4 and 1. Zechariah 5 11. And Matthew 18 16. <clears throat> The word, I want you to write this, establish. Establish. <clears throat> now that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, seven. That's about 14 scriptures. And each scripture contains the word established. No, not ED, established. Not established, past tense, established. E-S-T-A-B-L-I-S-H. Write it over if you put an ED on it. Past tense. I'm talking about now. Established. Now, if a lot of you ministers listen to the Ted Line, and all of you that listen to the Ted Line are called to minister in some capacity, you call to minister through however and everybody is different so therefore your calling would be different some people well your your, your, your foundation for that would be um, apostles, prophets, pastor, teacher, evangelist fivefold ministry calling and then you have about if you combine them together, you have about uh, at least a hundred giftings. Gifts. Uh, some gifts are subordinate to other gifts. And then some callings are not, um, not uh, functional without some gifts and some fruit. I don't know if I've taught on it, but I'm sure I have. I know I have, but I couldn't tell you which podcast that would be. This is what I want to I want to ask you this morning. You know the scriptures says for many are called, few are chosen, but then some are called and chosen. But in that calling, and in your being. Um, chosen by God to do whatever it is he has called you to do. Help me with this Holy Ghost this morning. I want somebody to tell me when and how God established you. 
Because the word we're looking at from the Holy Ghost this morning is established. Can somebody put me a Webster's definition of the word established on the uh, on the speaker? Could you could you post that? Or <clears throat> those of you on the blog talk, I'm gonna read it when whoever posts it. Jose, somebody, give me a definition of the word established. Can I get a definition of the word established posted in the speaker? Okay. Jose says it's a transitive verb. It means to institute something permanently by enactment or agreement, to make firm or stable. Um, Jessica says, establish, set up an organization system or set a rule on a firm or permanent basis. Jennifer R. Third person present establishes past tense established past participle participle established establishing set up an organization system or set of rules on a firm or permanent basis. Set up, start, begin, get going, put in place, initiate, institute, form, found, create, bring into being. Lay the foundations, uh, build, construct, install, plant, so forth. This is what I want to hear this morning. It is very important for you to know this. When God calls you, chooses you for work or whatever, he himself will establish you. I just showed you the word established about 14 times. When you get some time, you look all these words, all these up. But better yet, So you'll know that I might have an idea, a pretty good idea where I'm coming from. Um, When we left uh, Alabama and my husband had to give up his job as chef de partay in a Ritz-Carlton-owned hotel facility. That's the only time he ever asked me, are you sure God said this? And that's the only time I could tell him, God told me that even although we're in the middle of 100 acres of <laughs> soybeans, corn, okra, 
alfalfa, and pecan or pecan orchards. He said he was going to establish me. And Brother Joe thought about that country stuff, and he looked at me, he prayed, and he said, okay. And I said, God, I really hope this is you, because I don't see it. But you said it. And I stayed there with nothing but the clothes on my back. And waited. You see, I want to know this morning, in whatever it is that God has called you to do, has he told you he was going to establish you? in it or there or where or whatever. Because God does establish people. And so the rest of the story is kind of history. He established me in that county, but I didn't have to end up, I mean, in that state, but I didn't have to end up on Miracle Road because that's the road, that was the name of the church and the road that the church was on in the cornfields, I mean, in the, in the, um, in the middle of what I told you they were growing, they had, they owned hundreds of acres, hundreds, you know, they owned so much land that they were able to give their kids a hundred acres each. And the pastor raised chickens and I just didn't see it. But I knew God said it. And then when he gave us a house at the end of a of a road, I just said, Are you sure God? You know, this is like really. And God said, I told you I'm going to establish you here. And the rest is history. So those of you that have been called, now I'm not comparing you to my walk. I'm sharing it with you, remember? That's all this blog talk uh, is about. I'm sharing my walk with you. And um, in hopes that you'll get a bit more clarity and understanding for whatever it is that you're called to do. But nothing would have happened. As a matter of fact, I didn't even have a car because my brother died and had left me um, a house in Cleveland, Ohio. And I was up there settling his affairs and spending time with my sister who hadn't been long retired from the Navy. And we were, we were getting, and I set up 
a little family church while I was there in Cleveland. I need to post the pictures of that church one day. In an area now that's booming with millennials and all that, but that's where God had told me to set up the church. And it, it was a storefront church. And I later gave it to my family because he told me he was going to set me up in the middle of these 100 acres. And you know how I got there? I took the Greyhound bus. And you know what What else? After I took the Greyhound bus to that little town, do you know they tore the Greyhound bus station down? And the bus began to stop at a McDonald's. That's what it was, a McDonald's. The town didn't even have a Greyhound bus station. I'm talking about Walterboro, South Carolina. In the natural, I said, God, this town is so little. I said, he said, I I didn't tell you I was going to establish you in a church. I said, I was going to establish you. I said, okay. And God told me something else that has stuck with me the rest of my life. He says, Erica, I know your address. I know where you live. And anybody I want you to minister to, I can bring them to you, no matter where you live in the whole wide world. No matter if it was smaller than this, I am God, and I can bring them to you. I said to myself, man, you sure going to have to do it. This right here is either going to make me or break me. But God wasn't trying to, God was trying to break me down to become and have an understanding more of his sufficiency, of his ability. And the house that he gave us, of course, we had to pay, pay. but he, he gave it to us to a uh, the guy used to be a judge. Yep. He used to be a well-known judge, well-known. You know, he was like in the middle at the top or whatever of the society there. And, and it was a big house. And I remember the man standing, saying to me, he said, this is a big house. What you going to do, just the two of you in a house this big? And your husband don't even have a job. (laughs) I knew. He knew that that fancy job, that fancy title, in that fancy five-star restaurant was over. But he still said, if God wants us to do this, this is what we're going to do. I'm trying to tell you that I don't care where you are. 
don't care where you live, how rural or how metropolitan. If the Lord does not establish it, you know that scripture, except the Lord build the house, they that labor, labor in vain. Can somebody post that scripture? Except the Lord build the house. So I would like to hear or know how many of you have heard God tell you he is going to establish you. Meaning he's going to put his benchmark, he's going to put his seal of approval on what you're doing or what you're about to do. He's going to let the whole world know that it is him working through you to establish something of his own through you. These are the kinds of things that we need to think about. And this morning, the Lord is having me share with you that the same way he told me in a still, small, audible voice, I'm going to establish you in that thing I've called you to do. And, and, I, and I wanted to prove it to you through these scriptures, Genesis 9-9, Leviticus 26-9, Deuteronomy 8-18, 1 Chronicles 17-14-23, Proverbs 16-3, Proverbs 16, I mean, Proverbs um, 24-3, Isaiah 2 and 2, Jeremiah 33 and 2, Ezekiel 16-62-62, Micah 4 and 1, Zechariah 5-11, Matthew 18-16, Romans 1-11, and 2 Peter 1 and 12. Have you waited for him to establish you? Thank you, Christian. Psalm 127. Except the Lord build a house, they that labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchmen wake it, but in vain. See, a lot of people will tell you what to do in ministry and how to do this and how to do that. But has God told you he was establishing you in this thing, in this work, in this whatever? You see, that's what you need. That's what you must have. Because when the enemy come in and try to tear it up, except it's established by God, you're going to see it receives some Toughness. <laughs> so what made me what made me get on this subject? Pat Abraham sent me a video the other day. And it was about a ninety-two she was ninety-two. The lady was ninety-two. I think her name was Mother. I think her name was uh, Jenkins. She was 92. And Pat Abraham said, when I looked at this, I thought about you. 
So I thought, let me see this. And she was 92, and she had worked with um, Smith Wigglesworth. And the, and the peculiar thing is she was a 92-year-old African-American minister. And when I uh, went on there and I looked at her and I listened and I heard the same principles coming out of her mouth that the Lord had given me to live by. And she went on to say how God had used her to separate Siamese twins, God, and how God had used her to open blind eyes and things like that. And she went on to say, the only thing I tell people when I minister is don't touch me. She said, I tell people don't touch me. She didn't go through the explanation that I know the same reason I tell people I wasn't doing all that hugging and all that kind of stuff. Is because of transference of spirits. But she just said, God told me not to let people touch me, so I don't let them touch me. Period. God said it. I don't do it. And I was I was looking at this lady, and I was smiling. She had white hair like me. Only difference is she was 92. And God was reminding me, he said, I told you I would establish you. He said, now I'm telling you again, I'm going to establish my covenant with you. And with your spiritual seed after you, because I don't have any natural seed. Because I wouldn't have seed anyway, because it's a man, but you know what God was saying. And I, I just began to say, thank you, God. Just thank you. Just thank you. So what I'm curious about this morning, have you receive your marching orders or whatever you want to call it. It equals establishment from God, by God, through God. For whatever this is, he has called you to do. I'm not talking about I don't know how man was audible I don't know how yours would be, but I do know this. It is God that has to establish you in order for you to be successful. But in order for, it is God that has to establish you in order for you to have the resiliency that you're going to need and, and that is required when you go to work for him to do anything. It is God brothers and sisters. It is not you. It is not me. It is not any living human being. It is God. God 
God said he's going to confirm his covenant. Look at all these scriptures. I establish my covenant. <clears throat> I will have respect unto you. I will make you fruitful and multiply you as I establish my covenant with you. Confirm. It's me, God. I'm just talking Deuteronomy 8, 18. That gives you the power to get wealth. And I give you the power to get wealth that I may establish my covenant, which I swore unto your fathers as it is this day. I'm reading, I'm reading from the uh, 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 chat room blog talk. I will look on you with favor and make you fruitful and increase your numbers. And I will keep my covenant with you. I will settle you in my house and in my kingdom forever. I want you to take a little time. I want you to go over these scriptures. And I want you to talk to God and I want you to ask him. And I want you to be for real and I want you to be straight up with him so he can be for real and straight up with you. Have you established, where have you established me? How have you established me? What does your establishment look like for me? Proverbs, commit thy works unto the Lord and thy thoughts shall be established, established by God, brothers and sisters. Established by God. They're over there in Proverbs 24. Through wisdom is a house builded, and by understanding it is established. What is your real understanding with God about his establishment for you and your husband? You and your wife, you and your work, you and your family in this work. I, I get mine every day, Isaiah 2 and 2. It shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills. And all nations shall flow unto it. Well, when I was down there by the sea, I went from the seashore, living on the um, on the Atlantic Ocean in the low country, to the mountaintop. But I know this. And I could tell the whole world. I could stand on top of the tallest building. God sent me. God is establishing it. And I'm not moving until God tells me to move. Now, you might call that arrogance, and you can call it whatever. I just call it being obedient to what I know God said for me. And see, when he established you, you cannot be moved but by him. You cannot fail except you just be totally disobedient and act like a fool. 
You can listen. Man can say whatever he wants. The Bible says your thoughts will be established by God. So why? Why should you move knowing it's not going to bring you success? Why should you be moved by the voice of a man or a woman? Yes, he can use men and women and prophets, but you know what? They're going to line up with God, with what God has already told you. They're going to line up with God, with what God has already established for you. Because remember, God has a purpose. God has a purpose and a plan. But you got to be the one to implement it. But he is the one that established it. Whoa! That's all I have to say this morning. I want you to take these scriptures. I want you to meditate on them. And I want God to show you his establishment in you, for you, by him, according to his purpose. Because until you get that settled in your heart, you you can say whatever you want to say. Until you get that settled in your heart, how can you be successful? I took that off, Jessica. Not marching orders. Plan. Purpose. that answer from God. All you got to do is ask him. Maybe you didn't know he had to establish you. Well, now you know. So on judgment day, you cannot stand before God because he's going to tell you, remember April the 15th, it was a Wednesday, around six something in the morning. That preacher lady said, go to God, come to me, ask me. And you're gonna you're gonna have to answer to God because you got the word this morning. And it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with you being effective according to God's plan, according to God's purpose, and according to God's establishment for you. Don't you just love them? Don't you just love the way he does things? He said he will withhold no good thing for those who walk up lightly before him. You need his establishment. You cannot be successful without it in Christ. In Christ. Which is eternal success. Ain't no bankruptcy in Christ. Because there ain't no bankruptcy in heaven. And ain't no bankruptcy for you. That's the devil is a lie. God's giving you a new start, a new day. Hallelujah. He brought, he's bringing you into newness of life. When you come out from under this thing, you're going to be established. I say when you come out from under this thing, you're going to be established. Because I just gave you the message. April 15, 2020, Wednesday, 
two a.m. and it's six fifty-four now. You see, he's the king. You're in his kingdom. Don't be walking around here blind without a, a, a Holy Ghost business plan, a Holy Ghost goal setting, um, goal setting plan based on your establishment of God, by God, for God, through God. It'll happen. It'll happen. And see, that's what happens when you grow up in Christ. When you're not running around here still acting like a baby in Christ. Oh, brothers and sisters, I think Donnie McClellan said it real good. He's my friend, he's my brother, he's my pastor. I bring to the stage at this time Pastor Marvin L. Wyman. It's a little song that we sang on an album a while ago. It just says, who would have thought I'd get to know you this way? Heard folks talking about the things you did before, and I, I laughed at them. I didn't know I'd be one of them. Touch somebody saying, who would have thought I'd know God like this? I need somebody to clap their hands. Listen. Heard folks talk about the things you've done. Yes, God. But I would just laugh at what you say.
I rob and I stab They comfort me when I'm beat down, broken Hold my heart when it's split wide open Turn these eyes to my soul protector And break the will of this born defector Cause all I know, all I know Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.